0: (laughs) what you mean i be doing the most hello my beautiful people it is i molly and this is another episode of molly with the most podcast and hello my beautiful people how are you all like what y'all been up to It is summertime officially, and I hope y'all been enjoying the weather. I hope you've been getting outside, touching grass, being in nature, getting some sun. And I hope y'all been going on trips and vacations, because I talked to y'all about that earlier this year. And I told y'all to plan a vacation, big or small, whether it's with friends or whether it's solo trips. But, be, you know playing y'all a vacation you deserve it and speaking of vacation I actually have one coming up within the next couple of days and you would think that I would be excited about it it's like I am excited don't get me wrong so I am excited about going on vacation but I just my energy has been so low yeah I've been doing this 21 day like workout challenge and i my energy is low, my body is tired, my, my, my brain, I'm mentally exhausted. So the vacation is coming at the perfect time, but it's just getting the energy to be excited about it. And then y'all know like when you go on vacation, like the preparation beforehand, is just like, oh my God, I got to get my eyebrows done. I got to get my hair done. I got to go get a wax. I got to do this. I got to do that. Whatever the case may be. I got to buy the clothes. I got to pack. I got to make sure I got all my little toiletries. <sighs> it's exhausting. Can I just go on vacation and then everything I need is just magically there somehow, some way. Can we make that possible? Because the preparation beforehand is, is fucking draining. But nonetheless, once I get to my destination, I pray that I have a great time. I have fun, liquor, and dancing, and eating, and relaxing, <laughs> you know, on the beach with my feet in the sand, baby. Like, I need it. So, I am looking forward to it. I just think right now, like, my energy is just low. I'm just really drained. And the vacation is coming at the perfect time, so whatever. But yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, yeah, I think my therapist wants me to start back dating. And it's like, girl, where is this coming from? Girl, this ain't even what we've been talking about in therapy for real. But you be bringing it up like, hey, so are you, you know, have you met anyone? Are you back on the dating apps? Like, she really be into it. And I'm thinking, like, How we go from whatever we were just talking about that has nothing to do with men and then we back on dating? Like, my girl really wants me to find love and happiness. (laughs) And I appreciate that within my therapist, but I don't know how I feel about that right now. Um... I think I'm at the chapter and kind of like the point of my life where it's all about me, like my wants, my desires, my goals, just my life in general. And I don't know how I feel about a man coming and disrupting it. And I say disrupting it is because I can sometimes be the person when I start dating somebody and I really like that person. I'm really one of those, my man, my man, my man. And I get wrapped up in the man. And I don't need that right now. Um, so, I don't know how I feel about getting out there and dating again. Like, I think I'm okay. I think, well, I think I'm okay either way. If I were to meet somebody genuinely, then I would be okay. But if I don't, I'm okay as well, if that's making sense. (laughs) It's like, uh, it's okay. It's on one hand. Where I love my me time, I love being alone, I love just embracing myself, getting to know myself, and just really sitting within my feelings and my emotions and doing nothing by myself but then on the other hand I can't lie to you I miss having my travel buddy I miss um hanging out with a a person like a person that I'm dating or in being in a relationship I miss just being able to just call each other randomly and like hey you want to go do this and that person is available I miss having a DIY person where we just do different DIYs we refurbishing things we're painting we're building like I miss those little things but then I also enjoy being by myself so if I can find a healthy balance of keeping my identity my self-identity and also being able to be with a person and not get wrapped up in that person to where I lose myself if I can find that balance I will be good I think I will be good I think I could possibly store back dating but it's going to take some time. I already know that. I already know this, like whatever. But I am in the process process of acknowledging um, my red flags within myself and also within others. But more so right now focusing on the red flags within myself. So the things that I don't like about myself or the things I want to change about myself that I could better myself for me, but also for a future partner. Like, it's kind of weird because I have been meeting men since my breakup. I've met different men that I've talked to. Um, I won't say dated. I'll just say we, you know, exchange numbers. We talked for a while and I just saw red flags and I was just like, okay, no, this ain't gonna work for me. And it's like, am I really seeing the red flags within these men this fast? Or is it just my mind telling me like, girl, you don't like this person. Because the moment that I feel like a red flag is just waving around in my head while I'm conversing with them. Oh, we can just disconnect the conversation. (laughs) Like we can go disconnect from each other, disconnect the conversation, like. We could be done right now. First red flag, second red flag, baby, because we ain't getting to no third one. (sighs) But, okay, so no shade. Listen, no shade. But one thing my last relationship taught me was... Don't be holding on to something that isn't going to go anywhere. So basically don't be out here tolerating a person you know that you don't see a future with. You know that this isn't going to go anywhere and you're seeing the red flags in the beginning. So it's just kind of like, let it go. There's no point of holding on. So I'm moving on because my happiness and my peace is what means the most to me right now in life at this point. And so i'm willing to you know let it go mm. I, i'm willing to compromise on a lot of things when i meet new people new men that i'm interested in but once y'all see them red flags baby i'm not compromising on the red flags because uh-uh, whatever but the red flags within myself i have noticed so let's talk about those let's go over those let's share those let me be vulnerable with you all for a second One of the red flags that I notice within myself is like my attitude. I feel like I've gotten better with my attitude over time, but it, it has taken some time. So I used to have one of those what should I say? Like just a bad attitude, you know, life been treating me bad. So I'm going to treat other people bad. Or I had a, a rough childhood, a horrible upbringing type of thing. So now I'm just mad at the world. I just got an attitude. I'm just aggressive as fuck. And it's like, it wasn't just with men. I had this attitude in general, like with people period. And it's a trait that I noticed, um, a couple of years ago, like, why are you so aggressive? (laughs) Like, why are you so mad all the time? Like, why are you always ready to fight anybody? Men, women, old, young, bitch, a burr. You you just ready to fight anybody. (laughs) And it's just like, I was such a confrontational person. I think, what really sealed the deal for me in changing my attitude and acknowledging that, okay, bitch, you need to really work on yourself is um when my great-grandmother died. I spoke at her funeral and I talked about, you know, how great of a person she was because that was my experience with her. I knew other family members had their issues with her and at some point, in life, like, you know, that's going to happen. People gonna always had issues with people. But it's like when you die, do they focus on the issues that they had with you or do they focus on how great of a person you were? And I just had to sit back and like have a conversation with myself. Like, how will people remember Molly when Molly dies? Will they dwell on the angry Molly with the attitude? Or will they look at the good times? Like, will my good times overshadow the bad times? And... I'm one of those people that you have to get to know to love. <laughs> like I know that I get it because I could be loud. I can be annoying. I could be just, you know, doing the most <laughs> sometimes, you know, Molly with the mouse does the most sometimes, but my heart is so pure. Like my heart is pure as fuck. <sighs> I just, I don't know, but okay, whatever. So anywho, so this started about 2016 to now because my grandmother, yeah, great-grandmother died in 2016. So I just really been doing the work on myself, trying to change myself for the better. um, For the better of me, really. Like, <laughs> I've been becoming the woman that I can be proud of, that's fun and lovable. I did the work. I want to say I did the work up until maybe 2020. 2021? Okay. When did I first start going to therapy? I think I started going to therapy in 2021. I can't remember y'all, but from 2016 to like 2021, I did that work kind of like by myself. So that was just me. Um, sitting in my own feelings, sitting in my own raw emotions of how I felt about myself, how I felt about life, where I saw my life going, what was going negative in my life, what was going positive. Like I did all of that work within like that five-year span, just me, just focusing on me. But then I went to therapy. So when I started therapy, it was just kind of like... Oh, this is a lot. This is really like digging deep. And I thought I had went deep on my own. But, baby, when you go to therapy, your therapist going to dig deep. And she asking you questions like you ain't never even thought about asking yourself. So... Yeah. I am I can I, I can honestly say I am two different people now. <laughs> well no, I'm not two different people. I will say the old Molly prior to 2016 and the new Molly that you all get on this podcast, we're two totally different people. Like you all are really getting a What's the word I'm looking for? Y'all are really getting a revamped Molly. Y'all are getting a Molly that cares about life. A Molly that cares about others. opposed to back in the day, I ain't give a fuck about shit. <laughs> and it's it's funny because my friends always tell me like, bitch, you are a whole new person. Like, who is this new person? Because it's not the person that we know. And it actually makes me feel good. Because it's just like, oh, y'all acknowledging my growth. Y'all are acknowledging, you know, that I am a better person now. So it makes me feel good. It. but I be thinking in my head like don't get it twisted because that old Molly she's still back there I just don't like to bring her out but I keep her tucked away for a good day though I'm a little motherfucker know that I keep her tucked away but I I am happy that I'm in a place that I can um lead with grace because I have been in situations where I be wanting to put my hands and my feet on people hands and feet but I lead my life now with grace and I always think like bitch you got shit to lose now like you really can go to jail you really can lose it all back then I again I didn't give a fuck about shit I was ready to fight I was aggressive like I ain't do I ain't want to do the back and forth well I did used to like to do the back and forth because I used to like to argue and I used to like to fight but now I just don't have time for that like my growth is way too important for me at this point in my life like I, I I like the person that I am. I love the person that I'm becoming. So no. So acknowledging that my attitude was a red flag and I now I'm working on myself so I could become, you know, this whole open heart, sweet person, caring person, yada, yada, yada. I've I've acknowledged that it was a red flag. Like, when I met guys previously before, like, my attitude was bad. I was a bitch. Like, let's just call it what it was. Like, I was a bitch. And I noticed that that kind of ruined some great relationships that I could have possibly had with people. is because I didn't have grace back then. I didn't have that sweetness, that softness to me. But... Yeah, that was definitely one of my, my, my red flags, again, that I, I'm working on currently. Another red flag that I noticed within myself with meeting new people is trusting a new person. Like, yeah. Because it, it's so crazy how I operate meeting new people, like, back then compared to now. Um, back Back in the day... I would automatically think a man is lying day one, sentence one, first glance. A nigga lying. He ain't got to open up his mouth. He lying. But it's like, I didn't give a fuck what a man would say back in the day. Like, whatever he said, I always was just thinking the worst. Because, again, men, that's what they do. Or that's what they did. Like, he lying, sis. But now, I will say, I am very optimistic about everything. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I still don't play the fool now. I ain't going to play the fool. But I do try to give people grace in the beginning. I try to um, take them at face value for what they show me. Um, You know, it's like I try. I really do try my best, y'all. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) Like, I try to believe until the math doesn't add up. (laughs) Like, let's just say that the math better math. Because if the math ain't mathing, now the little wheels in my head start turning and I'm trying to put it together. I always, and I always say this. I try not to hold the past against people. Now this is this is a hard one though, because I do believe that you should believe a person's actions on how they treat you and how they treat others. But 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 always believe that people can change. (laughs) Like, I always believe that people could switch up for the better or the worse, though. Because you can meet a man and he could be... (laughs) Look at me. He could be a great man in the beginning. But then that motherfucker could switch up on you in the blink of an eye. You be like, who is this new nigga? Like, I don't know him. Like, you showed me a representative in the beginning. But now you showing me the real you. Or you can meet a nigga that's an asshole in the beginning and then you get to know him and you realize like, okay, maybe he's not so bad. Maybe he is a good guy or whatever the case may be. So people can switch up either way. But this is also, like I say, this is where I battle myself because we as women, we typically think once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, do y'all feel that way? Because I don't know how I feel about this statement. Like once a cheater, always a cheater. Because I didn't cheat. it, So, do that mean I'm always a cheater? And I don't think I'm always a cheater. I don't know. But I I don't know how I feel about that statement. But it's like, do we go into meeting a new person expecting the person to cheat? Or do we give them grace because we're human and we all can make mistakes? For me, I try to, you know, give everybody a clean slate from the beginning. I do. I try. I I try my hardest. Sometimes it be a little shaky, be a little, uh, I know your track record. I know how you get down, but I do try to give people a clean slate. I don't want your past mistakes with other people to affect how I view you, but I'm always going to keep that in the back of my mind though. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. Like if I know you did your ex like X, Y, and Z, I'm going to keep in mind that, Hey, there's a possibility that he can do being like X Y and Z, but he hasn't shown me that person, but I'm going to keep that in the back of my head that it's the possibility. So I try, when I meet people, I try to, you know, trust from the beginning. And it's one thing my therapist taught me is, you know, to trust people from the beginning until they lose my trust. Because I used to go into a we I didn't trust the motherfucker at all. People had to earn my trust. So now I do, I do, you know, try to give them trust in the beginning until they strip it away. And nine times out of ten, they gonna strip it the fuck away. But whatever. I'm <laughs> I'm really still in the process of learning um my red flags that I don't like about myself and red flags that I want to change before entering into a new relationship. So I'm really like just trying to find the the better version of me of what I want that to be and what that looks like, you know, what I want to bring to my partner. I want to bring a whole hearted, healed person. So I'm really working on my red flags. So this episode, I could have easily dwelled on the red flags that I see in men that I don't like. Because I've been seeing a lot of them. However, you know, we are working on sitting in our own transparency, sitting in our own feelings um, with oneself. (laughs) So I could never, you know, be whole in a relationship to someone if I'm not honest and whole within myself. Trust me. Pointing out your own red flags is not easy by any means because, um you know, you know, you are literally dissecting yourself apart. However, again, another however, it's such a great self-reflection. Um, It's helping you build character. It's helping you build and become the person that you want to be, that you want to leave this legacy of how you want people to remember you. Because right now... If I were to die, I hope that people are going to remember me for the person that I am right now. You can even acknowledge the person that I was and the growth and maturity that I went to to become this great, amazing, lovable, charming, charismatic, funny person <laughs> that I am right now. But I don't want people to dwell on who I used to be with the attitude and the rudeness and the fighting and the, all of that. Like this that's so beneath me now, that's so behind me. So I suggest sometime within the upcoming weeks that you know you just sit down, set, a, set aside some time for yourself and just kind of pinpoint your red flags. Because again, we are quick to pinpoint red flags in the people we've dated. We will pinpoint a red flag and be like, yeah, I should have knew from this point that it was this reason when he did this or when she did that. But what did you do? What was your red flags in relationship? Was it your attitude? Were you always nagging? Were you bitchy? Were you very passive? Um were you too lenient? Were you too gullible? Like we have red flags that we need to work on that you know will serve a purpose and you 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 fixing them before you meet the next person because you again you have to work on yourself you have to acknowledge your mistakes within a relationship whether it's a talking stage a dating stage or a full-blown relationship but when it doesn't work out we we should I'm not gonna say we have to but we should sit back and look at what went wrong what went wrong from that person and what went wrong from me so I I think again that maybe you should just sit back, pinpoint your red flags. What is holding you back from being the best version of yourself? Not necessarily just for a mate though, but just for yourself because you don't want to die today and motherfuckers don't like you or didn't like you or think less of you. Like I think everybody should die and people should feel like, damn, I'm going to miss this person because she was this or because he was that opposed to, yeah, that bitch had a bad-ass attitude. That bitch had a smart-ass motherfucking mouth. Like, God damn, I don't want people who soon don't feel that way about me or whatever. But anywho, just wanted to share that with y'all. I'm still working on myself. Um, As far as listening to my therapist and getting back out there and dating, I'm not actively seeking anybody. I am not on a dating website. If I was to meet a man at Publix or meet a man at Walmart or Kroger, fine, I will exchange numbers, but getting on a dating website and setting up a profile, all of that, it doesn't excite me. It doesn't sound good to me right now, maybe later on down the line, but right now I just want to meet somebody, um, organically, somebody genuine, like just being out and about. We exchange numbers, but, um, yeah, that, that dating site, I'm okay. I'm gonna take a break on it right now. We we might, you know, circle back in a couple months and see how they go, but whatever. But again, you know, this is Molly, this is my life, this is my my up and down roller coaster ride of thoughts within my head. But again, you know, get in touch with me. Let me know have you all thought about just like the red flags within yourself? Um, you could reach out on Twitter which is at molly w underscore the most you can reach out on instagram at molly with the most and y'all know i love to talk to y'all i love to have conversations and i hope you all get outside get you a little vacation get you a little trip a little day trip somewhere just get away take yourself out to brunch or lunch you know do something and enjoy your your summer but that has been this episode of Molly with the Most Podcast. Bye, y'all.